Welcome to another installment of the Evolution Exchange podcast here today. This is the, the company modernization and the digital transformation installment of the Evolution Exchange podcast, joined by Peter, Zahid, and Nasir. Hi, everyone. This is Chris Bennett here, the Knowledge Managing Director here at Evolution. We're committed to doing recruitment in a different way that adds value to both our clients and candidates by providing you with amazing speakers and leading edge discussions on what's going on in the tech scene at the moment. There are three reasons why you should contact me. If you would like to speak on a future podcast, if you are interested in hiring awesome tech data product or gaming freelancers for your business, or if you are looking for an exciting new organization to work with, please get in touch. Thank you so much for listening, and I really hope to hear from you soon. Please enjoy the rest of the podcast. As always, before we delve deeper into the topic, let's work our way around the rooms. And um, I said we're going to start with yourself. Yeah, um, thanks, Sam. Uh, so my name is Les. Uh, I'm a chapter lead in, in Danske Bank, working in the API adoption and architecture tribe. Um, so I have around 14 years of experience in software engineering. Um, today, I'm mostly working within solution uh, enterprise architecture space, uh, uh, working, uh, as I said, in, in API space, integration space in, in Danske, where we are trying to to help out uh, the future uh, integration strategies in, in Danske and how we should do so. That's me. Love that. Perfect. Really glad to have you here today, Lasse. Sahid, over to yourself. Yes, uh, my name is Sahid. I have I'm working in New Day from last uh, two years. I have uh, started my journey as an Android developer. Then I became a chapter lead, and now I'm actually heading uh, the whole um, development for UCTV and music. Uh, and uh, I mean, this topic is really relevant because New Day is going through this huge uh, journey of uh, transformation. Yeah, looking forward to learn from other other people uh, on the on the same uh, topic. Fantastic! Yeah, it's great to have you back, Sahid. Um, over to Peter. Last but not least. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm Peter. I'm a director of software engineering in Kano Group. Uh, I've been around in the IT business since the late 80s. So I've been uh, going from floppy disks to uh, cloud. Uh, so, so that is also a big uh, transformation, I guess. Uh, the last many years, I've been mostly in managing space, uh, leading development teams, but also transformations in the to agile all other digitalization and venues so so this will be super interesting to to discuss and uh, get new and fresh perspectives as well definitely and also glad to have you back peter thanks for coming on again now that we've established a context around each view let's move on to the topic and focus you all have a question or a statement around company modernization and digital transformation and as usual, we'll work our way around the room to pose them questions and the reasons behind them. Um, so each of you will have an opportunity to give your take on that situation. Peter, I believe we're starting with your question. Um, and you're asking everyone, how do you pick your main stakeholders from the departments involved in this transformation? Do you want to give us a bit of context uh, to that question, please? Yeah. Yeah. So so this is about, but for me, it's super important starting a new project that you get the right stakeholders and uh, sometimes it can be easy or, or safe to, to go with the people you feel are the most pleasant one, uh, the, the very uh, extroverted people, uh, instead of 
also getting the right people, the quiet people, or maybe even the ones that are uh, vocal about opposing this change. Uh, so you try to convert them into followers instead of uh, adversaries you know, during the project. So setting yourself up good from the beginning. And uh, so I, I also wanted to hear your experiences and opinions in into this. What what you feel would be the right way of or a good way to, to select the people in your core project team uh, when starting such a trans- transformation? It's a great question. Zahid, I believe we're coming to you first. Yes, um, I think it's a very, very good question, but I would also say that it's also the most complicated part of the transformation. Uh, and, um, well, we can put it this way. I mean, it's, it's actually very important for us to understand what exactly you are trying to transform. If you don't have the clear context of what you're trying to do, then it won't work to pick up the stakeholders. So you need to actually first make sure that you really know what you are trying to achieve from the transformation. And then picking stakeholder is always very complicated. I mean, people have different personalities. There are people who are actually sometimes openly opposing the ideas. And sometimes there are also people who actually pretend or maybe think themselves that they like the idea, but they might change on the way. So it's it's never an easy job to find the stakeholders. Um, it's also very complicated because when you are doing transformation, you need to have different kind of people because you're moving from state A to B. Sometimes it is possible that you can just do the shift from A to B, but in some big organizations, it's actually a very complicated task, especially when you have to, let's, let's say, if you have to change the tires of a car while it's moving, it's, it's, uh, it's actually very hot. Um, you have to support the existing system and then you also have to build a new system. And the, the worst part is also then the migration because then then it's never it's, it's not never A to B, it's actually a slow migration. So you need to have a, like a quite different kind of people. You need to have people who can support the legacy systems. You then also need to have people who, who are going to be supporting the future systems. So that's why you need to make sure that you're picking all different kinds of stakeholders, not only those people who are promoters, but also you need to have those people who can maintain the existing systems on the way. I hope it answers your question. Um, I will I will, I will, will pass it on to Les. Yeah, I, I can try to give my view on it. And, and I think it, it's probably one of the most important things in order to succeed, right, to have the right people on board. Um, and I think in, in many cases, uh, it's also we... we the, the right people might not have the time or or, or the resources at the moment to, to be there, right? So so there's also a balance act to to figure out who who is actually available and who wants to, to join in that aspect. Um, so I think that that's also key. Um, but I do believe you know uh, that that the right stakeholders also need to be you know on board with the project with the transformation, right? So so everybody needs to to like see why are we doing this and and why is that important. And there will probably be people that that we need on board this transformation that that is not I don't think it's the best idea. So so there's some sort of management before a project could start in order to to like have the conversation of why we're doing it, why do we need your time and 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 these things. Fantastic, Peter. Have you got anything to add to Zahid and, and Lasse's points? Well, I I think uh, it, you you really uh, also emphasizes that that is super important to get this. Uh, along with identifying the 
the pain points uh, and the success criteria of your transformation. And having those can also help you identify who you really need to to have on your team to, to get there. Uh, so Because you need stakeholders that actually know the pains of the, the, the thing you want to transform and make, make sure or, uh, that they, they are on board with this new shining vision we want to go to. So you create some champions in these people. Uh, to me, that is key to success in this. Yeah, I, I very much agree on that aspect, Peter. Right. So, because it might be that that you have a vision of of where we need to go, right? But but if if we don't have enough people, you know, following up enough stakeholders, then then it doesn't matter, right? Uh, so so getting these people on board is is critical, as you said, champions. Uh, I think that that's very critical. So so you get sort of a enough people that that we can start to to move in in the right direction. Fantastic. I think moving on to the next question then, and, and thank you for that one, Peter. Um, Saeed, I believe, coming to you next. Um, Saeed's asking, how do we motivate your employees who may not have a job in the company in the, the near or far future because of this digital transformation? And I don't know how much context you can give to that, Saeed, but um, I'll pass it over to you. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's quite clear that when you're moving from one system to the other system, you might need new kind of people uh, in the future to work on the new tech stack, new systems, and you might have new tools. Um, there will be people who can who can transform their jobs on the way, which is the perfect scenario where, because, I mean, they have they, you can offer them an opportunity to learn new systems, but there might be people who not be part of the future company because that section department area won't exist because of maybe some new digital systems that can do the job which you need maybe people to do it manually. How how do you take care of those people on the way? How do you motivate them so you they can also be a stakeholder on, on the journey of transformation? Uh, I will ask Lasse to, to answer first and then you can go yep. to Yep. Um, so I, I think it's it's a very difficult task, right? So so you want to do this digital transformation, right? You want to remove some legacy stuff that that you have in your system. Uh, but what about all the people that are using that system, or built that system, or know that system very well? Uh, I guess you know those people will be very much against this transformation. Um, I very much believe in, and also it depends on on the company and the size, right? But that there will be a, a future for almost everybody in a company if if you want to, you know, be part of it. If, if you yourself want to learn the new tech stack, because, you know, most of those people are brilliant people, right? They, they have a sharp mind and they can learn new stuff. So if they want to be part of the future, um, of, of course they can. Uh, I, I think in, in large companies, uh, you know, there will be a natural people leaving new positions opening, right? So there will be opportunities for people to join in, in that sense. So it's just important, you know, that we emphasize that, you know, there is a future for you in the company. It might not be the same as it is today, but there is a future if, if you want to be along with, with that, right? So I think that that's that's very important. But also, you know, we all know big digital transformation takes time, takes years. Uh, so even though that we say we want to move to cloud or whatever that could be, um, then it will take five, ten years. So you will still have a job at least in, in that period of time. Uh, so 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 don't you worry, right? Um, and I think in, in most last corporation, um, change happens, right? It, it changes all the times. Uh, departments are being reorganized. Uh, 
new technology comes in, uh, technologies goes out. So we just need to adapt as a company uh, and as uh, as as engineers uh, to 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 the new thing. Cool. Before we move to Peter, can I can I re can I challenge you on this a little bit? So no, not challenge, but let let's put it this way. So when you want to do digital transformation. That also means that you still want to run the same business, but more digitally, which means that actually you would like to be the company having less people on the way. That that that. What if that is the goal, right? I mean, then that change everything, right? Because then that doesn't mean that everyone in the future can stay because the goal is also, I mean, you can put transformation in many different ways. It's systems, it's processes, it's the size of the company, it's hierarchy, it's how do you want to work? You want to work ed, uh, enterprise agile. You want to work in a different structured way, whatnot. So how how do you handle the situation when when actually the goal is not to only transform the systems but transform the whole company? Yeah. Uh, uh, again, it it's also you know depending on the size, of course. You know why do we do digitalization? In the end, it's also to be more efficient, right? To to have less people. Uh, but in the end, depending on the size of the company, of course, uh, you know there will be a natural people leaving uh, so there will be possibilities there um but i do believe you know at least that, that what i can see here at danske you know we, we want to use people where they create the most value right and and we do see manual processes today uh being done by people which could do something smarter more customer-faced interaction things like that um so so i do believe you know there is a possibility for for, for people to to be part of that uh, mm-hmm. journey there um, of course, it, if it's a smaller company, there might not be the same mechanism there. Uh, and I could see that, that that could be quite challenging, right? Uh, because suddenly people would be out of job because a new system came in place that, that, that did, did, did your previous job, right? Um, um, so not easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, this is super complicated. Uh, but uh, as Lester says, often if it's a big company, a a big part of the digital transformation is to become more effective, but it often uh, doesn't need to have layoffs. Uh, it needs to shift the workforce to do something more valuable for the company. Yeah. And obviously, there will be some people that are really hard to convert into something new and valuable. Uh, but these transformations, especially in big companies, they, they tend to run over many years. So you as a company can offer these people and say, well, you will most likely stay on until your pension anyway, and we'll give you a good severance package. Uh, it's, it happens just before that. So having these kind of stay on bonus or in, 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 uh, incitements uh, for them, uh, if they are really important for the current uh, operation of the company uh, so obviously as a, a leader you need to also take that into account if if it is people you cannot uh, drive your business until the transformation has been fulfilled then you need uh, some of those tools to to have them stay uh, but i think you should always lead with the, the attempt on converting them maybe even you know as a manager that well that would not success or succeed but but you should do the try anyway so you keep that as a motivating factor at least for a while until it becomes obvious that it cannot be done and then if needed move to some of the other tools 
Because often the, these kinds of people, if they are important, they will be key to success for this digital transformation. If it is their area that is being changed, then we need the insult they can provide. Uh, so we make sure we don't forget things because that is one of the uh, the pitfalls in these transformations is if, if you forget that uh, John over in that department, he does these uh, five things uh, every six months, otherwise everything breaks, right? And if you don't catch that guy, then you are in big trouble half a year after you uh, served the cake and celebrated the transformation, right? So, so, so these things are super important to catch, right? And so have this yearly wheel and make sure we have gathered all the intel before uh, picking and choosing who's going where. And and just a, a small comment, maybe it goes hand in hand with 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 your first question, Peter, right? About um, picking the right stakeholders, right? And and if if as you said, you, we are doing a digital transformation within a, a department and you know people are very much resistant against then then you are missing the right stakeholders in order to to have this of success so 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 i think it's important that that everybody's on or most people are on board at least some some way or, or another 100 percent. so he have you got an answer to your own question uh, yeah i i think i pretty much agree with guys um i it depends on the size of the company if you're a small company then unfortunately you cannot find jobs for the same people, you know, like uh, within your company. But if you're a big company with multiple different departments, yes, there are, there's a very high chance that you can maybe move them around and, and offer them jobs within within the same company. Uh, I think I'm, I'm really fortunate that the company I work in, they, they always consider all these factors in before they make some kind of changes. They also offer people different kind of education courses and stuff like that. I think this is also very important that you can then you have an opportunity to invest in your people and and it's always easy to to groom people from one role to other rather than hiring a new one because they already have the business knowledge they know your processes they are they have been part of a company for a long time so it's always a win-win situation that if you can actually offer a similar role or a different role to the same person so i mean that that always helps um what actually i learned uh, on the way is also that Digital transformation is something that is here to stay and it's going to become more and more over the period of time. So actually, it's a nice hashtag to put on your LinkedIn profile as well that I'm part of a company as a, a which is going through transformation. So it is actually contributing to your CV. If I even, let's say, see my job and I know that I could see that in two years, I might not have this role because, because it will change. Now I have two options. I can just leave the company right now and find a different job or I could stay here try to learn as much as I can and maybe consider being part of another company in two years where I can contribute in their digital transformation journey. So you can always, you know, kind of put this in a positive way that 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 you can you can always learn, improve and 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 contribute to some other future companies who, who need your help in the in the same domain. Yeah. Mm. Yeah that's right. It, it also segues nicely into some of the questions coming from the chat I can see with the how can company foster a culture of innovation and uh, agility to adapt rapidly changing digital landscape and stay ahead of the competition? <laughs> and and uh, this this is uh, definitely a hard one because, well, the world is not standing still, so we need to change continuously and have this, uh, say, 
improvement mindset to everything you do. Like we're built into the agile way of working. Uh, you have these uh, improvement sessions where you look, how did we do? What can we improve? And you should do that as a company as well. Constantly look at your processes and see where you can optimize because otherwise things tend to grow stale and then uh, you have to have these big transformations. It would be much better if you have small transformation continuously so you avoid these big transformations. Yeah, I think it's a very good point. I mean, I think if you look at the future, uh, some companies do transformation as an as an option, right? They 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 want to do it because they know they are too big, they need to be small, either because they want to sell themselves or they want to save some money. If you look at what is coming in the future with AI and all those tools that are coming in, it will actually affect the job of a lot of people. So this transformation is going to happen anyway in a lot of different companies who actually will see that actually the job of a person could be done by ChatGPT or, or some other tools that actually become, will become so mature in the near future. But it, it doesn't mean that you don't need people. Obviously, you can automate a lot of things, but you still need people. So you need to invest in your people to give them the competence so that they can actually get the opportunity to already change their jobs or, or try to use those tools and get things done in a much faster and efficient way. So transformation is, is here to stay one way or other. Yeah, I, I think it's completely correct, right? And I think, you know, we have done digital transformation, and Peter, you must know this, for, for many, many years, right? If we if floppy disk and, and what have you, right? So it's, it's it, I don't see there's something new, right? It, it is something that, that has been here for a long time. But but I think by being a human, you know, we are sort of a little bit scared of changes, right? Because it's something new, we don't know what it is. But if we as a company can, you know, foster and, and make sure that changes are good, we are, we are getting into a better place, right? Um, we, we, we don't have to, we can use uh, chat GPT to write all the dummy code or whatever, right? So we don't have to do it ourselves. So actually we will get into to the more exciting part, the more creative part, then, then I think we are in a great place. Fantastic. And, and thank you, Sean, for that question there. And uh, fantastic segue there, Peter, and um, bringing that one in. <laughs> be getting my job next no uh yeah <laughs> on to the next one that's it we've got your question here mate um what's the biggest non-technical challenges that you are facing during a digital transformation and, and how do you overcome them do you want to give us a bit of context before we pass over to peter and zahid sure absolutely i can try to do that um because at least what what i have seen from from the digital transformation i've been part of right is that that sort of the technical aspects is I wouldn't say simple, but at least it's it's doable, right? We we are, we are doing we used to do this stuff. Now now we're going to do this stuff, and we're doing it because this and this and this. Um, but quite often, you know, a lot of things happen, and then things just get difficult, right? So it's a bit of an open question uh, to to you guys. You know, what 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 problems or what are you facing when when you're trying to do things? These things, not not from a technical aspect, but more from everything else. Uh, I can start with you, Peter. Yeah. Uh, it's a really great question, and uh, because it, it is also a part of uh, any, the success of, of, of such a project. Uh, the, the first thing that sprung to mind for me was uh, uh, that would be the late adopters and even the laggards uh, that are maybe never want to change. So those that are resisting change in the organization and I would also include a lot of middle managers in, in that 
uh, line because often it is their jobs changing a lot as well. Whole departments being changed to something else. And uh, this, uh, some clever guy once said, well, you cannot rely on uh, people making good decisions that affects their own livelihood. Uh, so uh, uh, it is very few people that are able to dismantle their own department and say, well, my department does not need to exist anymore, so we will shut it down and uh, everything will be great. Right, so those people uh, that are used to having a decisive impact on how the company is run and such, they will be some of your most formidable uh, adversaries in, in projects like this. So uh, they are definitely uh, the most uh, or the biggest non-technical uh, challenge, I would say. Over to you, Sarit, uh, what you're thinking. And now I'm unmuted. Also, uh, nice input. Um, actually, I would put it in two different ways. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I hope that's, that that was the con. I mean, one of the biggest non-technical issue I, I at least face during this is like when you are when you're in the upper management or or kind of middle management, there is a whole transformation plan, right? And it's a quite long plan. It's it's it normally the transformation runs as as Lars has said for three to four to five years, and and then you are kind of making this transformation plan, knowing this plan like knowing what's going to happen in one year and two years and then you know still living in a present is actually a very complicated um thing right i mean it's it's it, it can it can become hard to to to, to follow the, the steps so that's that's one thing and the second one is a bit funny is like when the company is uh, trans transforming you are changing departments which means you're moving it's not fun to move people uh, from one place to other, especially IT people who have a lot of uh, hardware. Uh, I, have, I have found it like really uh, challenging. And then the next one is a lot of companies are moving uh, as a result of digital transformation. They also want to sa save some space. So flex seating is a new thing. Uh, I mean, some people love hybrid work, but on the other hand, because of that work situation, companies are also pushing towards flex seating. So you don't need to have your fixed seat. And that is not fun either. Um, so that's, uh, that's also a very uh, hard thing to handle uh, uh, during this uh, transformation process. Like, thanks for the answers. Um, yeah, I, yeah, you almost hit the spot on, Peter, you know, uh, you know about these middle management departments who, who suddenly, you know, should, should I close my department down because, you know, it's not needed anymore. Um, I've seen that, you know, it, 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 it can be very difficult. And of course, who, who want to lose their job, right? Um, so, so, so agree on that aspect. I've, I've, I've seen that. So, so need to have everybody on board. Fantastic guys. And I said, thank you for that, that great question at the end. And I just wanted to refer to one of the questions in, in the chat there. We, we obviously have the, the weekly newsletter that we send out to, to everyone at the evolution exchange. Um, and some of the questions that come back from the, the podcast that we put forward and, and this one, I think we've touched on it a little bit, but I'd like to revisit it and get your guys' thoughts. So, um, how can companies ensure that digital transformation efforts are sustainable and continuously evolve to keep up with changing technology trends and customer expectations? Um, great question because, I mean, technology change uh, can change day to day, week to week. Um, so how do you keep up with that? Um, I suppose who would like to go first with uh, this one? I, I can move up there. This is... Well, the, the simple uh, answer to this question is, uh, well, uh, uh, transformation efforts are not sustainable. 
because new things will change. So uh, to make it uh, last longer, you need to bake in this uh, improvement mindset. So we say, well, now we transform to something better, and then we continuously improve on that afterwards. Instead of saying, now we have a new situation, we'll just stay here until things is a shamble and we need to change. Right? So the good companies would then just continuously change after that because they know the pain of going through a digital transformation of a certain size and they really don't want to do that again. So uh, you should keep on your toes or stay on your toes and then uh, do small digital transformations continuously instead. It can be a very big challenge, actually. I think it can be really challenging because if you're if you're continuously thinking in the future, I mean, you need you need to be very specific about the scope of the transformation. Otherwise, you will never finish. And I think that's it, it right that you're always in transformation. It's not like you will stop. Uh, it's not like when uh, when you're done with this transformation, everything will be pixel perfect. Technology might have changed, things might have evolved, people want different things and whatnot. So you you can never you you, you need to be very strict about the scope, and and you need to first focus on that, get done with that. Even better things are available coming up. You need to wait until you're done with the first phase, and then do smaller transformations, as Peter said. So yeah, yeah, but but I think also from from a company perspective and from a technology perspective, you know. Be aware that we need to be able to change, right? Um, so, so focus also when we do our design and and what have you, right? That 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 we know in five years time, it will probably not look like that. So, so how do we do the best design and the best setup for for that? And also on more technical aspects, you know, we we know that uh, this there will come new language, there will come new solutions that that we need to 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 use. So, so we need to to make our our design enable to 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 change. Yeah. And, and and it can also create a big challenge because if you're if you have a if you have a team which is very customer centric and they really want to deliver something for customer, but you are in a transformation phase, which means that your focus is actually on on changing the tires, not like getting the driving the car in a different way, whatnot. And actually, it's very hard to convince people that you have to wait until we are done with this and then we will do something for customers. So it's actually a very challenging period, and and you have and people need to be very patient. Uh, need to keep the patient. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's that's one of the key points, right? Also, you know, you you want to change the tires while you're running. So why should you change it, right? You, the car is still running. So so why spend time and money changing it, right? Right? Don't we do something customer specific that 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 creates value right now? Um, I think that that's a key challenge uh, to 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 sort of get right. Uh, and to to explain to the ones who who are doing the decisions, right? Especially when you work in a non-IT uh, sector like like a bank, right? They they don't have the strongest focus on on sort of the the IT setup, right? Uh, but but that's that's important to get that sort of story about why is it important that we change the tires of the car? Uh, because if we don't, then actually the the car will stop working at some point, and then there will be no no business, right? Fantastic. Thank you. Uh, we've got another question from the newsletter as well, um, kind of flipping it on its head. What are some of the potential risks and challenges associated with a digital transformation? This could be cybersecurity, uh, you know, uh, data privacy, and, and how can companies mitigate these risks? I suppose perhaps in reverse order, Lasse will come to you first if if you want to kick us off. Yeah, uh, good question and, and something very, very difficult, right? Because especially when you see some of the trend right now, which is very much towards public cloud and, and what have you, right? Uh, then it, it becomes 
at different things that we need to take take into consideration, right? Certainly, um, things are not just stored locally on on your own server. So it's it's out there in in the public. Um, so suddenly, you as engineer also needs to think on a legal perspective, right? I have this sensitive information uh, that that could potentially be breached on a different uh, uh, provider. Uh, so so suddenly. It, there's a lot of legal questions that need to be taken into consideration there. And you as engineer needs to have a broader scope, uh, I think. Um, and also again, cybersecurity, uh, uh, you, you need to have very good vendor management in, in that particular case. So uh, you, you, you know that, that your vendor is up, up for the task and you rely on your vendor who, who, who provides you uh, potential of the cloud uh, solutions. Excellent. So here, have you got anything to add? Yeah. I mean, uh, in my context, it's 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 something that you naturally do when you move from an old system to the new one. You always think about privacy and uh, all all the cybersecurity, and it it can create some inconvenience for people who are used to of working in an environment where you are actually not used to of uh, having a VPN all the time. And and I, I know that in your case is a bank, so it's always uh, a requirement. But in the in some other companies, normally it's very flexible. Actually, it's not that that strictness and stuff like that on how you handle things but but suddenly all those new things and 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 you know complying with all those policies and having uh, concerned pcs and whatnot i mean it can become a bit challenging but but so it can have a side effect on people because they are not used to it so they there's a resistance naturally that comes in but uh, but it is something needed and 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 i can see that companies have a lot of focus on that especially after the war with the when the war started in the russia and ukraine I mean, it was a, kind of like a guidelines for Denmark as well that you need to step up on your security and all that kind of stuff. So the focus did get shifted. Peter, over to you. Yeah, this is uh, super important stuff. And it, uh, what I say, the technical part of it uh, is, is uh, done really well uh, by the IT department and such. And uh, I think uh, most IT departments are really doing well in this area. Uh, but... What we need to pay attention to is the uh, people getting uh, sort of hit in their daily work by this. If you do a digital transformation in your finance department, then you need to make sure they are properly trained in detecting uh, invoice fraud attempts and all of these phishing attempts, because they will be exposed a lot more to that when their department becomes more digital. And so... I think we we don't see when we see uh, uh, it's security incidents in general. It is often not coming from the IT department, but from the departments outside IT, because they are less aware and less trained in this. So, for me, that is the uh, one of the very important focus points is to make sure you train the rest of the organization in the new digital uh, ways of working and all the pitfalls you have within that. I love that. Thank you. Well, guys, um, I know Zaheen had an additional question and, and Peter's kind of touched on a little bit, as we'll come to in a second, with his answer, talking about the non-technical challenges and resistance. And um, Zaheed wanted to know, how do you handle this resistance within a company? We've talked about motivating people, but some people are beyond that point. They're just uh, outright against their transformation. So what do you do <laughs> who would like to go first <laughs> i'll have to yeah. ask someone to start I, 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 I can try right um 
I, I really hope that you know that that you know if if we are in the same company, right? So so we we, we want to do the best for the company. So I really hope you know that that you can get a far a long way by trying to persuade people to say this is actually a good transformation for the company. So that's why we're doing it, and we want you on as well. But of course, you know it it could be people who who don't want to do it. And um, in the end, you know there's there's the hammer, right? Uh, there's the stick, right? So so in the end, you know then then we'll probably escalate, right? That that's how it normally goes, and 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 then people are sort of you know being forced into it. Um, I. I I really encourage people not to go that way, right? Uh, but but in the end, you know, there there is a stake of of, of going. If, if that is this is important for the company, you know, we we need to do it. Uh, so so you need to align. Otherwise, you you will not have a have a place in in the company. Um, yeah, it's a it's a fair point. <laughs> um, Zahid, have you got uh, or Peter? Do you want to go next, and then we'll leave Zahid till last? Yeah, well, I think it, it is. Uh, a good, good part, but uh, I think I got a bit disturbed just before, so I lost the track. So, uh, Sahid, maybe you could uh, uh, start and then yeah, maybe pick up afterwards. Sure. I think it's uh, it also it, it 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 is something that needs to be reminded by the top management all the time that what is the priority, right? I mean, if 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 it's coming from the top management and the focus is that there's no way out, there's something we are here to do. And and then naturally you you can see that it's it's uh, it's something that is gonna eventually happen. So either you go out or you stay. And if you stay, then you have to contribute. But unfortunately, there are still some people who, for some reason, decide to stay to make the, our job job more interesting. Uh, so it's uh, it's never that easy uh, to say like ah oh, people are very clever and they will get an idea. Um, and especially, it's actually even hard when people are like uh, showing resistance si- silently because that 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 can have a take on their performance and everything. Um, continuous changes and and having an uncertain future, it, it 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 it's actually very hard uh, to handle. Um, I personally have seen many cases where actually you have to be very careful uh, how you run small projects and stuff like that. So yeah, that's uh, that's my input. Yeah, uh, that is correct. And for me. Uh, always taking an attempt to pull these people in close to the core team, so uh, you 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 uh, give it a proper shot in trying to convert them into uh, players. Uh, so I think you can often convert people by pulling them close to you and making them understand the why behind it. And uh, so and but but also making sure they feel they're hurt because often these uh, resisting people, they simply feel they are not being hurt. They are seeing some problems, some issues that they don't feel are being handled and that can often lead to them just say, well, this can never happen because they are not listening to all the important stuff. So making sure you pull these people in so you uh, make them feel they are heard and possibly they will become a close ally to you instead but yeah you cannot win them all so sometimes you just have to say nicely goodbye uh, and uh, get on with it <laughs> love that love that well guys i think we'll leave it there today i think it's been a fantastic uh, podcast from from my perspective we've covered many a question um from all angles i think um, 
this has been the Evolution Exchange podcast, as everyone knows. Um, I want to take this opportunity to thank Peter, to thank Zahid, to thank Lassa for all their insights, uh, but also their fantastic questions. And, and also thank you for listening. If you would like to take part in one of the upcoming podcasts, you can contact me on LinkedIn or via email at sam.williamson at evolution-nordics.com. And if you have any other questions about what the guys went through today, please feel free to, to reach out to them and, and I'm sure they'll be more than happy to, to answer any questions and, and kind of go from there. But yeah, for now, see you next time. Thank you.